This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is FitSmart, podcast number 22, recorded August 4th, 2012. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So hopefully everyone's had a great week. I know it's been pretty good because they were predicting 112 and we only got to 109. <laughs> so I counted that as a win. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I didn't do anything real heavy. I, well, that's not true. I coined some stuff in the garage. Yeah, but... That uh, was a mess. I don't know. Still, three degrees may not seem like a lot, but from... Up to 112, just that just seemed like I would be melting if I moved outside. You know, uh, it's really interesting. Uh, one of our, actually one of the podcast uh, listeners had directed me to uh, a kind of an interesting site for uh, a place that has a cool little belt where you can carry water with you running without right. it. Puts it in the small of your back, you know. Yep. And, uh, but they had a, an interesting, that website, and I should be telling you what it is and i can't remember now but they it had a really interesting bit on hydration sure and and they, it was actually really interesting information where they were talking about how to figure it out and i this had occurred to me anyway that i'm like you know i had to weigh myself before and after right uh, you, what the hell i didn't you can lose a couple pounds running easily i did no we're talking this is an an hour and a half of walk run right right this is audra getting better from being a little sick and we right. just kind of walk and run and whatever in about what 80 degrees 70, yeah. 75 80 degrees so yeah, yeah 80 80 to 85 right at the end really 85 just sure. at the end um, not nasty. Felt pretty good, actually. Right. Uh, yeah, I lost three and a half pounds. No, so that's a lot How's of sweat that? going on right there. Yeah, so. and that's uh, you know I think it's minimized. You don't notice it as much because of all that awesome uh, fabrics and stuff that right. they make now. With that, the, yeah, with the wicking factory, uh, it just evaparates off you. So you're God, you know, not sweating that much. Like yes, not, you are. <laughs> yeah, sweating a lot. It's evaporating a lot. So I mean, yeah, three and a half pounds is noticeable. And go, all right, I need to drink some water. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a, a gallon of water is what about I don't know. Avgas is six and a half pounds a gallon, so right. it's probably similar. Right? Somewhere, six somewhere pounds similar. a gallon, something like that, I think. So yeah, half gallon of water. Right. Whoa. And you're like, <laughs> all righty, I need to yeah need to take that in, and and I think that's a lot of times, um, you know, when exercising. You know, I mean, I I know I drink a ton of water when I'm exercising, cardio or weight training. Um, I plow and, through it. Uh, it just, you know, I'm, I'm constantly doing it. And it, it does always surprise me when I see people working out and not doing it. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people are used to being dehydrated or at least semi-dehydrated. It's just how they are. And uh, so it doesn't feel odd to them, you know, and uh, um, and then there's always the, the part of, you know, if you drink too much, it sloshes in your stomach. <laughs> Definitely don't like that when I'm That's working the out. Limit. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm sloshing a little stop. time to time to stop. But um, but I also know I'm going to sweat it out. And uh, um, I think that's a, a really big factor, especially in summer here, is to really watch your hydration levels and uh, um, and just you know be aware of it. And that's a great uh, great call out to you know weigh yourself before the workout, weigh yourself after, and see you know I mean how much you know if you weren't drinking anything or just drinking very little, how much you actually did lose. And uh, that's water rate right there. Yeah, I felt like uh, I felt like the hour and a half was about my limit. 
Sure. Unless if I was going faster, like for me, faster was like I did one, like 11 and change minute right. average, which is not fast for real runners. But for but, me, it was fast. Hey, it was your fastest. And so. uh, even in that time, it was much quicker. It was like 68 minutes. But in 68 minutes, I was more dehydrated. Even more. Yeah. Yeah. Even more. I could feel the beginnings of real dehydration with that one. Sure. Like I, you know, you start to flush a little bit yep. and all that stuff. It was just enough to be a good indicator of, hey, this is what it feels like. It's good to right. know. But any more than that, it couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was surprised that I could even do that because I power through water at the gym. Like on an oh. elliptical in an air-conditioned room <laughs> for 45 minutes, I'll plow, th- I'll plow through a liter of water. You know? Oh, yeah. Exactly. And uh, I, I was surprised that I could because it's really a pain in the ass to carry water with you. Sure. I but, could yeah, do an hour, yeah. you know. But the belts they have, those are actually pretty nice. As long as you don't have them too loose because then they bounce. <laughs> Nothing can be loose running. I learned <laughs> yeah, that at all. Yeah, cinch it up because if it's loose, it's going to be annoying and uh, quite possibly cause blisters where you don't want blisters. Except so. except the shirt you're wearing. That can be loose. That can definitely. Everything yeah. else, psh, no. Yeah. Shoes tight, socks tight, <laughs> any belt, yeah. iPod, don't want that flopping around in the pocket. Oh, so. yeah. I bought an armband. <laughs> there you and, go. And uh, we're done with that. And I, not in the gym. I never understood the armband in the gym. Yeah, just, I'm like, just stick in your pocket. It doesn't matter. Or what are you doing? You jump right. around. If you're jumping rope, okay, fine. I'm with you. Yeah. But I mean, when you're lifting, come on. Yeah. It does, I don't. Need, I don't need it. It actually <laughs> no gets special in, gear required. I, it always gets in my way if I'm lifting on the arm. Uh, I don't yeah. like that. You know. No. Like, just put it in my pocket. I'm you know going to sit running? down. It's awesome. Oh yeah. I don't. I, it's <laughs> definitely when the feet are going up and down, it's bouncing in the pocket. Be like, all right, time to time to tighten it down. There. I can carry my house key in a, in a gym shorts pocket. That's it. <laughs> anything more than a house key. Anything more than half an ounce, an ounce. We're good. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's it'll it'll stay in there. Although the keys always made me nervous because I always figured at some point in time it was going to bounce just right be halfway through my run and it'd be laying on the side of the road somewhere. I go oh, back to the house, be like, uh, these gym shorts, I got them from target, right? These gym shorts, they have such deep pockets, right? You got to dig stuff out of them. <laughs> I mean, it's, they're great. Okay, I works. love it. Yeah. I love it. You're like, all right, I'm uh, you know, wait, I'm up to the elbow. Oh, there's the key. Let's put it there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can actually do, uh, you know, like decline stuff. Like you right. can do decline crunches or decline, uh, bench right. with it in your pocket. It won't come out. Ooh, it may come good. back and it may turn sideways sure. and like, look like it's out right but it's still wrapped up it's in so, the pocket <laughs> it's all wrapped up in there you're like ah oh, we're good so never has fallen on the floor <laughs> yeah well which actually you know not really what we were planning talking about but oh, we'll uh, if there, you ever right? lose anything out of your pocket in the gym go back to where you did abs or anything decline it's probably on the floor right nice. there. nice that's where we find, you know, find, find everything in the gym walking by oh look keys oh look cell phone typically it's by the ab machines you know if you're laying down or or the decline bench found find quite a bit over there sometimes so it's like under the 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 little screen screen under the roller coaster yeah <laughs> you go by to see what kind of free crap you got yeah like Ooh, what, what fell look at that yeah i so. say that kidding but you know i lost uh, my body bug reader twice and people turned it in in the gym yeah that's and surprise people are pretty pretty good about turning stuff in you know it's just like hey saw these keys laying on the ground and you know we'll turn them in or people turn in wallets it's you know it's as a general rule um you know be, be aware but i've been to the point where i've actually uh, lost a key at the gym i was just by the end of my workout i was so shot i didn't realize it and walked out and i'm like hmm a key <laughs> go walking back i'm not going far yeah i made it to the car now i'm gonna turn back go back in and yeah it was someone had turned it in so i was like nice. thank you <laughs> now i can get home so well, i know this wasn't what we we're gonna talk about either but hey we can get to it we're not on a time crunch today Ooh, yeah exactly awesome. <laughs> uh but I, you know i i should mention i had some interesting equipment experiences right. this week uh, a couple 
Uh, one was with running. I had, I, you know, I, when I, we started kind of jogging and stuff, I just, hell, I got lots of gym stuff. So right. I just wear my gym stuff. It's fine. You know? Um, and then I, I realized two things. One was that I was getting, even wearing SPF 50, I was getting the most massive farmer's tan right. in history. <laughs> You're like, and oh, look oh, at that. This sucks, you know, this is <laughs> yeah. not cool. So I was like, man, I need something sleeveless so that I right. can alternate and maybe sure. not end up with quite as bad. And like I said, I still use SPF 50. I don't want skin cancer, but you know, it happens. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're outside and the sun's up, it's going to happen. Gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I went to buy some and I just really didn't care. I couldn't tell. Thankfully, somebody in the store was nice enough. I, you know, I I was like, okay, do I look like a jackass in this? (laughs) They're like, not really. You're pretty pale. But other than that, who cares? I'm like, cool. You're good. Yeah. You're like, all right, it's good. And uh, yeah, one of my friends suggested that I was the 41 year old version of the village people. (laughs) I don't care. Holy crap. Those running shirts are comfortable yes they are super light there's yep. just not any more to them and i ended up getting a mix of them that have different backs and t- and and sleeves on them oh nice okay so like you know you just alternate around and right. instead of having like a massive farmer's tan you have like 50 different tan lines yeah exactly. it's like all over you're like <laughs> whatever yeah none of them are bad enough to be an issue so yeah. you're like you don't i got a really bad burn uh, a year ago and it was a classic farmer's tan and right. i just looked like a jackass for six months you know sure because you can't recover that you're like all right i just need to wear that length of sleeve for everything forever that shirt yep. i will wear now for the rest of my life i'll have to hand wash it every night <laughs> hang it back up and <laughs> that's all i'm gonna wear so but you know it, it does make a big difference too. the the you know when you get the right shirt i mean a lot of times you just say oh, i'll just throw on a t-shirt to run but depending on where where the uh, seams lie and oh, uh, and yeah. how much you sweat. I mean, the seams can, you know, if you're running any significant distance, you start getting that chafing. And then, and especially with a, like a cotton shirt or something like that, because they don't, they I hold all the pounds. Exactly. You're going to have all that extra weight. Plus it's going to stick to you when you're running, which is then causes the chafing and, and uh, more so when you're, you know, 10K or further, um, shorter distance, not as much, but it just, it's really not comfortable. No. So at least I don't like well, it. Anyway. I, I was lucky because I had a bin full of like $15, like, target champion wicking shirts right for the gym anyway sure like i got a drawer full of them so i was wearing those <laughs> Just throw they're, them on. they're great they're comfortable um but not as comfortable as those super light running shirts yes and yes i look a little bit like an idiot but <laughs> i don't care don't screw care. you they feel yeah. great <laughs> not not out there to get your picture taken no paparazzi falling you around nope, you're good i'm not that important <laughs> like i'm running i'm comfortable that's all and they're funny colors because it's awesome. Apparently, the colors people don't like right. are cheap. <laughs> it's great. Like, no, seriously, I got like this Nike running shirt that's uh, like sixty bucks normally. Right at nineteen bucks. Oh, nice! Because it's yellow. Sweet, Nobody I like yellow. yellow. No, I mean, the, the black one was thirty-five on sale, and right. the yellow one was nineteen. I'm like, yellow is me. Yeah. Yellow, man, lime green, know. pink. I don't whatever, care. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously, I can get three for the price of one. I'll take. I'll take that. Another so. one looks like it's from the seventies. It's like white, and it's got like blue stripes and oh, some awesome. yellow crowd. Whatever, man. <laughs> and it, Audra found it for eleven dollars, <laughs> even better. <laughs> and it's thinner, so yeah. it's like it so. doesn't even feel like you're wearing a shirt. It's awesome. Yeah, those are those are nice. I like those oh. like that. So. My other experience was, um, you know, I and I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but uh, after losing some weight, uh, a friend of mine that I've known since, God, we met each other in the uh, fifth grade. Wow. Okay. Right? So a week or two. 
Yeah, for a while, you know, went to all middle school together and everything. We played uh, trumpet together in high school band and everything. It was a lot of fun. And uh, obviously, over that many years, man, you know, you you just, you don't get to see each other as much. Right. We always keep in touch and it wouldn't matter if we didn't talk for five years. We're still best friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but he was a cyclist in college and he loved riding. So he, uh, and, and they have the hotter than 100 up in Wichita Falls every, every every year, every August when it is hotter than hell. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, for the hundred mile, they actually have this thing called hell's gate where like at the 54 mile point or something, they have a, uh, uh, they monitor the weather and once it passes a certain point, they pick a time during the day and they shut it and send you off on a shorter route. If so, you haven't passed, if you haven't that, passed that at the time, sure. Because it'll just get too hot. You, they'll be like, you're just going to melt. Your yeah, tires are going to melt into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we weren't riding the 100 mile, obviously. We rode the 50 last year for the first, I think it was last year. Yeah. Yep, last year. For the first time. And it was fun. Uh, you came up with some, uh, you gave me some leg exercises, which are still benefiting me. Yep. Um, and, uh, which made cycling a lot easier. And I put a bunch of time in on a, uh, on a stationary bike and then get used to sitting down for that long. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) And it was great. You know, we weren't trying for speed anyway, but my goal was I wanted it to be comfortable enough that we could shoot the crap the whole time, which is what we want. And it was wonderful. We rode, we shot the crap. We caught up for four hours riding around. Nice. It was a great time and and a lot of fun. We're going to do it again this year. Cool. Um, so, I got my bike out, and the and truth is, I've been having so much fun running, I thought, man, I would enjoy riding my bike, too. Right. And the last year, I didn't really worry about it. I have this hand-me-down, like, uh, actually, this was Carrie's first bike, really, I guess. It's like an 80s vintage giant. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Steel. Everybody Perfect. hates it. Everybody yeah. laughs at They're it. They're like, it's so heavy. Like, oh, yeah, it's a piece. <laughs> but uh, it, it had like his old Shimano 105 stuff on it and oh, everything. Cool. Hand-me-downs from <laughs> right. there. When he would buy new stuff, he would put the old Both stuff on, on that it. for me. <laughs> <laughs> and he that actually works. put it together for a hotter nil that we did the 25, I think, in. Right. Way back many years ago, or I did the 25 right. and uh, not with him. But that must have been like, 15 or 20 years ago oh, well, and so, it was sure. hard then but you know i never really took care of it i'd put it on the wall and get right. it down and like adjust it a little and ride it sure and i thought man i'm, I'm gonna start taking care of this and and uh I, last year i rode in some like uh, him like a hand-me-down jersey sure that he he brought and <laughs> it was hilarious that was a funny moment when he's like yeah i brought this jersey it's too small for me <laughs> he's like, you see it i put it on and it was it was all right you're you like know? all right he's like I can't believe that fits you. <laughs> it was this awesome moment. You're like, yes, yes that's, that's a win so right there. But, uh, you know, but I, I bought these shorts because you got you got to have, I don't care. You got to have the padded, padded shorts. Oh, it yeah. makes a huge difference. Yes. Anybody who's ever made a joke about, ha, fat people in those shorts. Yes. Yeah, screw you, buddy. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you look like. You wear those damn things because you'll die. If oh, you my God. Don't. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yep. They're, right. they're, they're more than just for compression. They protect you. Yes. No chafing. No. Uh, and chafing is yeah. a big deal. And you don't want chafing in that area. You're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. It'll yeah. wear a hole in you. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you'll bleed. You will. Ex- literally. And I actually did a little bit because I, I bought some like $15 ones because right. now admittedly, it was a pretty good deal. Right. They were just cheap ass Chinese made junk that right. I got at the, the big show they had before. Oh, sure. Um because they were super cheap and uh and you know they were better than nothing but they did chafe a tiny bit and i ended up with two little sores afterward yep that was kind of bs 
Uh, so this time I thought, screw it. You know, I'm going to ride some. Sure. This is too much. Andre wants to ride. You know, there right. are these, I found all these clubs that ride around here so I could yep. ride safe without getting killed. Oh, yeah. The yeah they, they they have the routes let out. They, yeah. they ride together. You, bigger You're groups, in a group. So it's a little easier, easier to not to get hit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I thought, I'm going to ride some. I'll go get some decent stuff. I and mean, it doesn't sure. have to be high buck, but I'm right. just not crap, you know? Yep, exactly. And sure enough, I went out and I had some real interesting experiences. I've had a lot of trouble. Uh, I still have trouble going into these places. I know some people are listening may understand this, you know, right. I never really felt like I fit in those places. I'm oh, very sure. nervous about going in, um, you know, and it's funny cause you go in and I mean, I'm in general fitness terms, I'm right. at least at the level or beyond most of the people that I run into right. in the general bike stores. Yeah, exactly. Um, not so much in the pro stores, but but yeah, <laughs> running yeah. into the running into the elite athletes. I might be able to lift more, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, but I, I so I went to uh, one shop and uh, and they really were not very friendly to me. They, really? Uh, yeah, they so. they made me even more uncomfortable and mm. and right. you know were really looking to exploit me. Sure, and. They were do. I saw them doing it with a lot of people, right. actually, that came in and were summertime wanting to do some rides and wanting to do things. And they right. would come in and they were selling them a bunch of very high buck stuff that was right. not the even at my knowledge level. Right. I realize is not the real required stuff. Well, they, they didn't need that level. They're not riding at that level and so. not focusing on the things that they do need. Right? You know, like. Uh, Anyway, I, I ended up shopping around. I picked up the phone and just, I made me so mad. I picked up the phone. And I right. just started calling place. I'm like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. Right. I, I, are you the right place for me? And right. it's okay if you're not, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and a couple places were, were like, no, not really. Yeah. And, we don't, you know, we don't have what you're looking for. It's for a that. pro shop or, you know, we, we, we really do low end maintenance for people and stuff, sure. you know? And, and then one guy was like, yeah, sure. So right. I went there and it turned out it was this, uh, it was this triathlon pro shop. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, and, and the guy was real nice, took an hour with me, cool. uh, helped me. He's like, we don't care a lot of low end stuff, but we, it's not all super high buck either. Right. And I'm like, that's great. Cause that's we have what more I want. Mid range or high end. Yeah. They're not going to call it. Yeah. I want good stuff, but it doesn't have to be fancy. Exactly. You know, and that's exactly what I bought, you know, it, but I, I was surprised. I mean, first of all, the guy understood that I was like, look, I I know my bike isn't really nice, you know, <laughs> right. but, but the thing is, I, I, I have like 500 bucks here. Sure. And honestly, I think I'd be better off with five, with spending my 500 bucks on the right equipment to be able to ride more. Right. Like some decent shorts and a decent, you know, Jersey or two. Right. And you know, the, the, the shoes, right shoes I need to be able to use these pedals that my buddy put on here right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And, right. And uh, he was really friendly and and looked through it and said, uh, help me find the right stuff that I think was exactly what I was looking for in the price range. Got sure. a pair of shorts that are super comfortable nice. and fit me. You will appreciate after all the work you've done with me, I had to size up in the jersey because cool. my chest wouldn't fit in it. <laughs> yes. All that work. Yes. We're in a, build, we're in a building phase. Yes. It was awesome. It was weird. I'm like, you know, this feels pretty good, but it's binding in the shoulders. He's like, yeah, yeah you need a bigger one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, I will do that then. And uh, anyway, I think it's worth noting that number one, if if you're like me, it's hard to overcome that crap. Like, oh, I definitely. had to work up. I had to work up courage to go into a place. Oh, you know? sure. Uh, it helped to be mad. 
Well, and then, yeah, and, and then to have them, you know, go, well, you, you know, you want this. This is what the pros use. This is, you know, this is the best. You're like, okay, so the pros ride, you know, thousands of miles, you know, thousand miles a month or whatever it may be. I'm going to ride a hundred. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So do I really need that? Or, you know, and, and again, it makes a, it really does, you know, do, do some, you know, have some research. Um, and again, use the BS meter, you know, is do I really need, that you know well this is the you know on the tour de france this is what team usa uses great i support them but i don't need a 500 hundred dollar <laughs> wicking shirt jersey it's not gonna make that big a difference for me on the other hand with shorts we're spending yes it is i agree and and honestly it from what i can tell anything that's under about 50 or 60 bucks right you're and who knows if you get a real good deal maybe maybe they might be on okay. sale or something right but but it's not unreasonable to spend 50, 60, 70 bucks on a pair of bike shorts. Right. Because you get the padding in the right place to fit right. <laughs> God, I mean, yes. you get, get, the, get the fit, get the padding in the right place. Because again, you know, you, if you, you know, get on the bike, even if you just do it on a stationary bike, go for 10 minutes and count how many times your knees go up and down on each side. And then just imagine rubbing them together that many times plus, you know, and that's in 10 minutes. And if you're going to ride for four hours, you know, you're talking 24 times as much, you know, I mean, that's a lot of, you know, it gets you in weird ways too. Yes, it does. And places you may not think about it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like the ones that got me were the, uh, the, the pad in them. Right. And of course they've got a right. big pad yep. that that's supposed to fit. Yes. Uh, and, and it feels weird. Any of them feel a little bit weird at first cause you're right. not used to padding. Them, yeah, exactly. If you've never worn them before, like I hadn't, but the first pair the pad was a little too wide. Yep. I know now. And that meant that it felt kind of like I was straddling it when I was standing still. Not, yeah. And sure enough, it chafed slightly on the edges. Yes. And I had sores there. When and I just, got and even a slight bit of chafing it's is bad. uncomfortable. That's it's not, bad. it's not a good feeling. These that, that I found uh, looking at, and he, he gave me like five of them to try on. Nice. And I did. Very nice. Yeah. And, and sure enough, one of them, and it was not the most expensive nor the cheapest, uh, but the one of them, I put it on and it felt like it went away. I felt like I wasn't wearing anything. Perfect. Yep. And including the pad. And then you're like, is there really a pad? So you're feeling your own yeah. ass. You yeah, know? And you're, and you're like, like, is there a pad? Yep, there's a pad there. And you're like, wow, there is a bunch of pad here. Right. I'm like, oh, this is full. And you yeah, yeah, like, I will take that. So. Yeah, total. Totally. And, and that's a, you know, a good point, too, is if, if you're going into a place and they're saying, this is exactly what you need, this one here, don't even worry about anything else. Good question to ask is then, if this is perfect for everybody, why do you carry the others? Yeah, really? Just, I mean, if it, just, just a you know, question. I mean, if this is exactly what I need. Um, and anytime it comes to uh, workout gear like that, it is a good idea to try it. I mean, wicking shirts, certain ones like that, you can, you know, for running after you get your size down, you can tell, but, um, but really it's, you know, shoes for sure. Always try them on. Cause it's, they may be the same brand, but every now and then certain things change. They make the foot, of, you know, shoe a little bit narrower. It's going to change. You know, you're all of a sudden your little toes being pulled under may not be that bad, but you know, when you're walking in them in the store, but when you start running in them, putting a few miles on them, getting on the treadmill or on the stairmaster, it's going to make a huge difference. So really take the time to, to make sure that it feels comfortable for you. Oh, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I sucked it up a week ago and cause I'm putting in about 40 miles a week. Right. And I, I, on Audra's advice, she's like, look, you need shoes. Yep. Cause I was running in my gym shoes, which are, are Nike freeze, the three heel on them, which is flat. Yeah. Basically like nothing <laughs> yep. in it. And, uh, it's not 
not, not a the shoe to right. run in. Uh, if somebody was chasing you, you could run away from them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not <laughs> but for any sustained distance. I was scared. I kept coming. I'm kind of a klutz anyway, and I, right. I was risking turning my ankle. And uh, my feet hurt a little on the bottom when right. I got done. Uh, man, I went into a decent running shop, got fitted, uh, bought a pair of running shoes. Holy crap. They are way better. All of a sudden, you're like, I could keep going. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my feet don't hurt at all. They feel right. completely normal at the beginning and end. And yep. like, oh, this is when. And uh, again, like, I'm funny. I don't give a damn what they look like. Yep. I same. really don't. Uh, I have... I have no rules at all with shoes. Like if they feel good, we're good. Right. Uh, I had one rule with with jerseys: no yellow. <laughs> Other than that, don't right. don't care. Right. Um, so it was great. Uh, it, jersey wise, his advice was: look, you can buy those anywhere if you want. I just bought one from him because he spent an hour with me, and, and he was like, nice, and he hell? helped you get to it, get to what you needed. So twenty bucks. If it cost me twenty, I don't care. Whatever. He right. earned more than that. You oh, know? sure, definitely. I didn't ask for it. But he's like, yeah, this one's a little thinner. This one's a little thicker. Uh, you don't want it to be super tight. You don't want any binding in it. Right. Uh, you don't want it to be flopping loose. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, man, does it look cool to you? You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, do you like how it care. looks when you put it on? It's and, golden. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, shoes were really interesting to, for, for the pedals that I have. He was right. very kind. Found me a set that... I have essentially commuter pedals. They're like uh, cut down mountain bike pedals. Right. Okay. And and he uh, he found me shoes that would accept the the cleat for mine, and then later for road bikes as well. So I don't have to oh, buy nice. new shoes, which is great because shoes aren't cheap. Exactly. And uh, but I there was a lot of interesting stuff there that's not worth getting into here. But on finding the bones in your feet to install the cleats correctly, so you don't mess your knees up when oh, you're riding. Yep. Because it'll yeah, if it's too too far on the outside or too far on the inside, it, exactly. it puts a little torque on your knee every yep. time you push. Weird things that I wouldn't have thought about when you're fitting cycling shoes. Things like the heel isn't really that important. Does not, it stay on? Yeah, okay. Exactly. You're it's good. not flopping off. <laughs> you're set. Yeah, exactly. Because like it was funny because I had one. Uh, you know, we were doing the classic change, and I found the running place does this too. Where like the eye place, where they put different ones on the left and right until right. you find the right one. And uh, the the right one fit pretty good, but it was a little tight in the front. Right. And the left one was pretty good in the front but a little loose in the back and he's like right. yeah that's the one you want he's, like, he's yeah. like just stand on the ball of your foot and does anything touch or chafe or hurt no like, okay no. you're good that's the <laughs> one you want to do with it yeah exactly. you're not going to be pushing with a heel and clipless pedals you can't yeah exactly <laughs> we're good yeah <laughs> it is not possible right to do that but anyway enough but i just wanted to say it, it was really interesting i think finding a place um I had to remember the advice we gave back at the beginning about right. finding a trainer that uh, if you go yeah. in and it doesn't work, you got to, you can't it, be afraid to say it does. It's not right. It's not right for me. I'm just going to go somewhere else. Yeah. And that, I mean, that applies to a lot of different things. I mean, and that's, it, it does surprise me that the, I mean, it, it does and it doesn't, but um, that people would be unwilling or just not um, aware enough to want to help people get what they need, you know? But again, that's, Again, it does surprise me. I know there are people out there like that. It just, it always surprises me when it happens. In the Metroplex, though, this was a really big shop, famous shop. Right. 
and uh, there they have a lot of people coming in and out and i think sure. your experience is very the bigger the place the more random your experience will be oh well, yeah know, i mean depends it, on who you run into yeah, i mean because they you know might just be hiring some 18 19 20 year old and telling them this is exactly what you need to do. What? they don't really know what's going on and and uh, and maybe they do maybe they are really knowledgeable and maybe they're not and so i think a lot of it you know like you say is just going to depend on who you run into and you may get a good you know really good service or you may get somebody that's just trying to sell you the highest end everything because it's the highest end so and wherever you get that good service that's the right place for you yeah exactly <laughs> so and and that goes for a lot of different things you know trainers for one you know but gyms as well i yeah. mean you, you know yeah. i mean leg extension in one gym or leg extension in another it's still leg extension i mean <laughs> that's a good point you know i mean it's still still going to work and who cares what the weight says if it's you know i mean if if it really means that much to you go to the gym where the weights feel lighter so you can lift more so you can record a bigger <laughs> number but honestly i don't that that doesn't matter to me um and uh but you know i mean you could look at it and say hey can you you know can you just like what do they say with uh women's clothes oh, vanity that, sizing yeah exactly <laughs> vanity sized weights here. yeah they're all labeled 30 pounds light yeah exactly. so this is actually says 50 pounds it's 20 but you can write down 50 on your notebook wow so, i could probably market that no That's anyway pretty funny <laughs> I don't. Well, I, I, I was so rude. We, oh, yeah, really. we, we got going, but we had uh, other stuff though. We had some more important stuff that we wanted to talk about. Right. I know one thing that I'd been uh, kind of been thinking about. I was going back through uh, all, you know some of the podcasts we'd gone through before. Oh, yeah. And one of the things I wanted to really get into and, and talk about was um, change. Mm. How much change is good, and what should you change? What's gonna you know what's gonna make the difference and. And, uh, and how much is too much and how much is too little, um, because a and lot how of fast and yeah. how fast exactly. Because again, if, if you want to see change, whether it's, you know, muscle gain, body fat loss, endurance gain, um, improvement in it, you know, for a sport, for running, whatever it may be, um, there's going to be some discomfort in that, in whatever you do, because you're pushing yourself beyond what you're currently doing. Um, but how much is too much? You know, if, if you're going to go for, let's say a weight loss, you know, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to change everything that I eat, going to clean out the fridge and put all new stuff in there. I'm going to start working out six days a week. Um, I'm going to do cardio this. I'm going to do my weights here. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, quit drinking, quit smoking, quit everything, you know, quit my video games that I sit at night and play. Um, I would say definitely too much. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. because again, that's a yeah. full and complete change of everything at once. Very hard to do. Uh, some people could not. Again, it's in general. You know, there's always going to be people, people on either end. You know, some people that can do the full 100 percent change. Um, but uh, ideally, I my recommendation typically is change one thing. Pick one, maybe two, depending on how you define it. Because you know, if, if working out weights and cardio, technically yeah, okay. that's two. But I'm saying. saying working out. Um, let's get that started. Let's go with that. And, uh, then, okay. What's, what's happening with that? Are you seeing changes? Are you, are you getting what you want? Do you want more? Well, let's, we can add in another change, um, with food. And actually I know you with the, the gaining going on there, you'd experience the kind of the opposite of the, um, the weight loss suffering is <laughs> I can't eat enough, you know? And can't so believe I said those words, but I, I heard them I, or read them technically in a text, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I heard them that, uh, it's like, it just, the stomach hurts. I can't eat enough. Cause you, what was the one day you burned? I mean, it's for that. You've been pretty close 45, to 4,000, which means you had to eat almost 5,000 calories yeah. that day to be at a, yeah. at a surplus. And you're just like, my stomach 
doesn't stretch. And we're talking healthy food. I mean, you could have got it in yeah. with, 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 with unhealthy food, but um, yeah. sticking with the food that you like and the healthy food. So now it's like, okay, I need to make that. That's too, that's too much discomfort. So we added in a gainer, um, which, you know, was a nice way to get your, some creatine and, and a lot of calories easily digested without, without, uh, um, that stomach pain going on because being too stuffed. That really helped a lot, by the way, you know, but, uh, you know, what, what got me thinking about this is cause you know, we're, we're back on a gain phase and, um, you know, with the workouts that's coming up, you know, tomorrow, you know, thinking <laughs> that it's going to work on. And I started thinking going, okay, well, how much have you changed? from you know eating wise lifting wise you know just a whole um you know health and fitness and and wise and it's a significant difference had i started with you and said okay this is where you're at this is what we want to change and have you do oh no that for one it probably would have scared you shitless going oh i couldn't do i could never do that no Um, i would have run if you i think and I thought about this, too, for another reason. This is funny, if you don't mind me interjecting. Oh, no, not at all. I saw this. Um, I, I've been watching Parks and Recreation. Great. It's a cool show. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. And uh, there's this character on it, uh, played by Rob Lowe, called, uh, his name's Chris. Okay. And and they kind of they kind of kid around with him, and they make him this like health nut. Okay. And he he like uh, early on they have him like literally running everywhere he goes and doing <laughs> everything, and he, he always eating this odd food and stuff. Sure. And and they overdo it to make it funny, and make, it is funny. It's right. awesome. But there's this one episode where uh, where he is uh, supposed to to take uh, Ron Ron Swanson, who is this right. famous like meat eater, you know, this like big kind of like right. man's man, man's you know? man, got to have the meat, yeah. yeah. And he's supposed to go to this steak place that he loves, and he goes there and he eats like you know a steak the size of his body and everything. Right. And it's awesome, <laughs> and it was close, so he's like, "Well, I'll grill you one," and they come back, and he ends up grilling these like veggie burgers, and the guy's right. like, "What the hell?" Was, you know, sure. And and so it. Long story short, they end up saying, "Well, we're going to have this uh, cook off. You know, right. we're each going to make a burger, and and then we'll see. Have everybody taste them and see what they like." And and Chris makes this incredible like gourmet burger that it takes him like two minutes to describe to everyone. <laughs> and they eat it, and they're like, "Oh my god, this, this is, is really really good." Right. And then uh, Swanson comes up and he's like, "This is a burger. I made it with meat that I got from the food mart. Uh, it's on a bun. They, <laughs> you can put ketchup on it." Or mustard, or not, you know? Right. And everybody takes a bite of just like meat on bread. Right. And they're like, oh, this is better. Yeah. This is better. <laughs> and, uh, and then they con Chris and take him. He's like, oh, yeah, this is better. This is better. And, you know, it got me thinking. It probably is. The right. truth is, like, there are a lot of things where I'm like, wow, I really like this a lot. I like this food better. And some right. people would try it and they'd be like, what the hell's wrong with you? you oh, know? sure. I'm like, well, how does that happen? And I actually ended up coming to the same kind of thought process, I think, that you did from a different angle. Different angle, sure. Where I was like, you know, I think what happens is that you kind of make a change and then you make another little change. Yep. And another one, another one, another one, another one. And two years later, you're way the hell over here. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and you know, if you jump back, you probably could. You know, you could oh, sure. go right back to the start. But right. sometimes there are reasons for making those changes and, right. and, and adjusting that taste slowly. So in hindsight, I mean, not to veer this off where you were going, which oh, is no, awesome, no. that I feel like. You're right. If you had presented me with any one or two of those things, uh, you know, I don't drink anymore. I right. eat dramatically differently. Sure. I, uh, you know, I. You run. Yeah. That's that's the huge one right, right. there. If you told me that, I'd have 
told you you're crazy. Um, <laughs> you're like, no, if something's wrong with you because uh, I don't run. Yeah, all <laughs> kinds of things, you know, that I would be concerned with my sleep as right. a health issue. You know? Oh, sure. That you'd actually be wanting to get the more sleep and that you'd actually be able to be able to control yeah. that. Yeah. Any, any, any one or two of those will just scare me off. Right. You know, and that's, and that's the whole thing is that, um, yeah, every single one of those helps, but ideally wherever, whatever changes you want to make, um, and it, it's may seem like an odd thing to, to say, but f- what would be the easiest one for you to change? Start with that one. You know, would it be easier for you to just, you know, go into the gym a couple of days a week, jump on the treadmill and, and start moving? Or would it be easier for you to change the food? You know, um, and outside, I think you kind of presented me food and workout. Right. And and with the option to sort of, fo- without saying this, I yeah. think, the option to focus on whichever interested me. And I was seemed to be more interested in the workout. In the workout, I yeah. really like the food. So yeah. you, you're like, that's okay. That's what we did. Yeah. We're like, okay. You know, we're not going to, let's not worry about any, you know, any major changes there. And, and, you know, I'll use, you know, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, any of those, um, a lot of people find success in there because what do they emphasize? Here's, let's change the food. Oh, and you'll get better results if you work out, but let's change the food. They're picking one area to focus on. And uh, if you can do that, whatever results you want to get, you're going to be able to start seeing the differences. And then... Again, I think for a lot of people, it's human nature is you start getting results. You want more. <laughs> yeah. I want a little bit more. Well, what else can I do? And you've already formed the habit of, of eating right or working out. So adding in the other, it's not that hard. And then, you know, decreasing, you know, the stress, increasing the, the rest, whatever else that's going to be beneficial for you there really starts to fall into place. And, uh, but again, it's it's that whole idea is you're on the path, you're following the path. And, you know, if you're at point A and you're getting to point B, there may be a significant difference between the two. And if you were to try to just jump to that, it's not going to work, you know. And even if point A was on a mountain where it's directly above point B, where technically you could jump and actually land on point B, <laughs> that would hurt. So, you know, it's it's just, you know, stick with the, the path. And I would say find what what thing interests you the most? What one thing interests you the most about changing? And maybe you go, you know what? I'm going to stop smoking because that would be good for me health-wise. Yep. And you stop that and all of a sudden, okay, I've done that. I feel better. Well, maybe I could do a little bit more. Maybe maybe I'll start you know, working out a little bit more and or eating differently. Or, you know what? Maybe I won't play video games till three in the morning and I'll actually get more than four hours of sleep a night or whatever it may be. And you'll start to find a lot of things um, changing for you along those lines. But again, it's not a sudden massive change and let's completely you know reorganize everything. And um, I think that one of the biggest things that uh, um, a lot of the clients that I have and work with and have worked with over the years that they see the difference on is when we do start recording food because all of a sudden they're like, oh, I don't want to do this and I hate celery and I don't want to eat this. I'm like, oh, you don't have to. It doesn't matter. We get in and we record it and look at it and go, okay, well, if you look, there's really one place where, you know, you, you get 40, say 40 grams of fat for the day. Um, this meal, you had 32 grams. So if we change this meal, <laughs> you're you're in perfect alignment on everything else. So that's that's one small change. It's not a complete change to your whole dietary menu or anything like that. Um, or it may be, you know, hey, we need to get some more fats in. 
what do you, what do you like? Do you like avocados? Do you like olive oil? Do you like you know peanut butter? Yay, big fan. Oh um, yes. What is? <laughs> can we say that again? Peanut butter, big peanut fan. Peanut butter, big fan. Yeah, um, I am, I you know, too. What what things? What little changes can you make that are going to give you the most results? But um, start with the things that you think you can do the you can actually succeed at. And uh, I know you know sometimes people are like, well, you know that's that's not enough. Well, sure it is. It, it gets a start. If you're succeeding at it, if you're it's good, enough. if you get good at it, it is. It is exactly. You know, I mean, um, any little change that helps you is a good thing. And um, and again, the key there again is a little change. If you're having to make a massive change and really having to think about it, um, it's oftentimes not gonna not gonna work as well because it's gonna be so much harder as opposed to small little changes, incremental changes, and suddenly you're doing two and a half years later. You know, things that you're like, I'd never have been doing this. You know, that's your, you know, would have called me insane. Probably walked away. Never trained with me again. You know, what really that. freaks me out is that I want to do them. It's, right. it's not the like, because you might have talked me into doing it once or twice or, or, or even a couple of times. <laughs> right. But but to want to do it, that's 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 a change that you almost can't decide to make. It just happens. It does. You, you know, know, and I, you know, I think. You know, and we kind of, I know before the podcast, we were kind of joking about it too, is like, you know, not, you know, what was it you're saying on the runs? You're actually, you know, you, you like the end of the run and all of a sudden you're actually starting to like the run yeah, now. Yeah, the middle of it. You're in the like, middle of it. it. And, and and I joke with, with clients all the time. I'm like, I'll bring you to the dark side eventually where you're going to enjoy <laughs> the workout. And, uh, what what I what I've seen is that, you know, say we look at three different, you know, parts of the workout, the start, the middle and the end. Typically what I find is a lot of people by the time when they first start liking it, they start liking the end. They like how they feel afterwards. Which oh, yeah. That was the first for me. Then encourages them to like the beginning of it because they're like, well, I'm going to feel good afterwards. So all of a sudden they like the start or going into the gym. Okay, I'm encouraged to go in because I'm going to feel good afterwards. And all of a sudden there's that change where all of a sudden you're lifting and going, yeah. You're like, oh, damn it. I'm liking the workout. I'm in the middle and I'm enjoying this. Crap, you know? I got to go to work. Yeah. Damn exactly. it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't. Hey, you mean I got to stop working out? Dang damn it. it. You know? And, yeah. uh, but again, those are small little changes. Just building up. It's not a, you know, I don't expect you to enjoy it right now. In fact, you're probably going to hate me a little bit for what I'm having you do, but eventually you'll enjoy it. I don't think I ever hated you for doing it. I, right. I, and again, that might just have been years of private lessons right. playing instruments. You right. know, it's like, I know it's me doing things. I, sure. I chose to be here. Well, hate's you know? a strong, hate is kind of a strong word, but I, I, but you know, I don't even, I didn't even hate the stuff because even though it would hurt a lot sometimes right. and maybe afterward. Okay. So maybe some of the days, especially with the leg stuff early on where I just couldn't walk, couldn't afterward. move, you couldn't sit down yeah, and yeah. kind of, kind of be like, Oh damn, that's kind of sucks, but no, then, it, then it goes away. And the you memory haven't of really it. done leg workouts until you have the experience of not being able to sit on the toilet. That's, oh, that's a new one that you know, it's like, funny. It's unique to gym people. Yes. Like you have to have been you to have the gym to, yeah. and killed your legs, not, not running, not other right. stuff. You had to go to the gym and target those yeah, muscles exactly and then you sit down on the toilet you're like oh damn that's all oh, damn it, it hurts to get on it it, it hurts, hurts to, to be yeah, on it <laughs> hurts to get back up from it you're like damn it you it's know, embarrassing so. but i'm just gonna go ahead and say it yeah aisha uh, tyler has a really funny bit on it in one of her it's oh, on really? netflix i forget which one but uh she's awesome uh, she she uh, voices lana on archer okay right right seen it. but she has a a, a stand-up bit ab- about that where she talks about working out no way and talks about not being able to sit in the toilets right <laughs> you're like 
I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've been there. Know what that means. Yeah. So, you know, and, and again, that's, it's funny to laugh about it, you know, now because no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not happening, but, um, you know, it's, it's one of those ones that it, if you think about it, you're like, why would anybody find that funny? But when you experience it, and then you talk to other people that have experienced like, oh, I've been there. And you're like, oh, camaraderie. It's, just, it's kind That's of a true. it's kind of a, a thing that links you together. And you're all like, OK, I've been there. I pushed that hard. But um, but again, it's not again, not one of those ones that I'm going to you know say, hey, guess what? One of these days you're not going to be able to sit on the toilet. And you're yeah. like, what? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, I'm not going gonna, over. Not going to be something that I use to uh, sell training. Yeah, exactly. No. But they don't uh, put that in the sign. At the yeah. gym, you know, the big they have the big like you know, very fit person working right. out with like motivation on it or something. Right. And I, they don't have like some, some poor uh, muscly guy, like, like with a pained expression on himself over the toilet. <laughs> over the like, toilet. Like, yeah. Can't sit on the toilet. Yeah. Awesome leg day. Can't sit down on the toilet. Yeah. You're like, I should Ooh. make one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I should Photoshop one <laughs> of those. Under the Put that in and be like, <laughs> after leg day, yeah. the worst place to be sitting on the toilet. But yeah, that's uh, funny. But yeah, it's, you know, and, and again, I think if we can just get any, you know, whatever, you know, pick one small change, like I say, and that just to me is something that, you know, you can succeed at because, you know, success breeds success. So if you're doing good at that, you're feeling good about yourself for doing it for one, um, which is good because you should. And a lot of times, you know, you, you, you'll, you can read about this in different blogs or in, in magazines, people will talk about, you know, oh, I, you know, I, I didn't do a good breakfast. So, so I just blew out lunch. And since I blew it out, blew out lunch, I just had this massive dinner because, you know, whatever the day was ruined anyway. Well, no, it wasn't. And all of a sudden the day was ruined. So the week was ruined. You know what? I'll just start in January. I know it's August, but screw it. I blew the month. I may as well blow the year. You know, I mean, it, and so why not go the other way? Hey, I did great. I ate a good breakfast. Why not just take it all the way so that yeah. you know where you're going and say, well, I screwed up this part of my life, so I think I'll just give up the rest. Yeah, exactly. Wait I'm just done. I'm just done. I'm just going to go sit in the corner. I, I can say with some certainty that I thought for a long time that I had blown enough of my life that I was always just going to be the way I was. Oh, sure. And and I will fully admit that uh, this would have been a lot easier and probably uh, it would have been fun because I could have done some more things had I done this when I was, I don't know, 17. Right. Right. But I would rather be uh, 41 and who I am now. Right. Than to be, you know, 35 and who I was then. Well, so, sure. Or, or, or even 25 and 20, who I was yeah. then. So I, I'm not going to, I'm going to call that a positive. Well, and I, you know, one of the big things I always believe too is that, um, most people have regrets for things they haven't done as opposed to things they have. Although there's, you know, there may be things you did and you, you kind of regret it, but the biggest ones anyway, regardless yeah. of, yeah. You know? And so it's like, if you, you still got time to change and so you've changed and now you're like, okay, so this was my life here. And I learned from that. I don't want to go back to that. And I think that, you know, when we first go back to when we first started talking about doing this podcast was like, you know, you were saying, I'm not an expert, but I've been there. I can connect with the people. I can help the people that have been there and it sucked and I'm better. I'm happier with who I am. And, 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 you know, you wouldn't have had that to offer had you not gone through that. So it's, it's in, in not saying that was necessarily no, good, but, but was, it's, it's a positive. I was just thinking about how, you know, you talk about this change coming in small bits and how you can end up a long way away from where you started right. by just these tiny little steps. But 
it, it's interesting too because on one hand you might think well that makes you kind of crazy like uh like we obviously laugh at chris and the in the ron swanson oh right right you know because he you're like well you know he was crazy because <laughs> he thought this stuff was better right the truth is is that he had trained himself over time to recognize that as better right Exactly. And, and yes, it's weird because for a little bit you're like, wow, this is great. You should try this. And your friends are like, that's crap. What are you doing? You know? Right. And and then uh, after a while you think, well, something must be wrong. And But I honestly think, I don't know, that's a tool that I can use. You know, if I can train myself like I've trained myself to like fake ice cream like real ice cream. Oh, sure. So I can now eat some fake ice cream and have fun and it's great, you know. The real stuff, I, yeah, I can eat it. I could eat it, but I make my calories easier. Right. But but I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, it's not my thing. I, I would rather have a different life. Sure. And to have that life, I need to eat a certain way. So I, and I, maybe I am snowing myself, but I would rather snow myself and enjoy it. Right. Than not snow myself and just be miserable or just skip it. Oh, yeah. You know? No, I'm, you know, and, and it's funny that you mentioned ice cream because, um, you know, uh, like with, with my daughter, um, got her with, you know, found the, um, skinny cow, um, mm-hmm. brand has like ice cream bars and ice cream sandwiches and everything like that. And, and, uh, I mean, they're not the best, they're like 140, 150 calories, but, um, you know, pretty much every day she has put those in cause she wants one at night. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, put it in for okay. lunch, even though I haven't eaten it, you know, make sure I burn the calories. Okay. I'm, I'm on track. And, uh, you know, same thing is like, okay, found ones that she liked, which they actually make a chocolate peanut butter one, which has a really good peanut butter there. Back to nice. the whole peanut butter theme. Um, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's the same thing is, it's like, okay, so if I went out and bought dryers, richer, fuller, very good flavor. Um, but is it worth that much more? Is it that much better? Maybe once in a while, you know, on, you know, for my wife for her birthday, we'll tell you, we'll go to the cheesecake factory and I'll have some cheesecake, really good cheesecake. I'm going to enjoy it. No guilt whatsoever when I do it, but that's a choice for that day. But on, on a day to day basis and everything else, I don't want that much. It's just, it's too much. And I've actually found that I even enjoy it more when I have less, cause I don't eat a lot of sweets. So when I have something that sweet, it's like, Oh my God, it's just like so good, but almost overload by the time I'm done with it. I'm like, Okay, I don't need any more. <laughs> I'm done. There are weird ones though. Like like I remember having a discussion about a year ago, maybe it was a year and a half ago, that I would have like six, seven thousand milligrams of salt. Right. You know, and I'm like, I just I don't know what to do about that. I can't make that any different. You're right. Like, yeah, don't worry about it right now. Yeah. Actually, uh on a build day where I had a forty five hundred calorie diet, I right. had like twenty eight hundred there you go milligrams right. of salt. Which it's funny because the little app complains at me and says you really should have less than twenty five hundred, and I'm like, like what, what is that for a two thousand calorie diet? diet? Forget yeah, you, yeah, okay? exactly. I mean, <laughs> twice as much. Didn't say yeah. forget. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there was it, there was it did start with F. Yeah, but you know, not it, it, it wasn't quite. Uh, I, as yeah, polite, I was like, so. yeah, come on, you know, but. But you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you just, I think you could train yourself to enjoy less salt over a long period. If you, right. if you don't move too fast, if you move too fast right. and you start just back off. Yeah. I mean, if, if all of a sudden you're going, Oh God, this food just tastes like cardboard. Guess what? Well, change, go back a little bit, take yeah. a small step back and take your time, take your time. Because again, the major changes, I'm, I'm sure if, if a lot of people jumped in and started eating what I'm eating, they might be like, why, how can you eat all that? You know, how do you eat these, these foods? Some people might not because they're they're very flavorful, but it's like, well, this has been over years that I've done it. 
you know, and so I've developed a taste for this. This is what I like. And, uh, and, but again, it's, if I were to make a sudden major change, you know, if I were to go back and try to eat a steak right now, I'd yeah. probably get sick. I mean, yeah. it's been 15, 18 too. years since I've had a steak, you know, maybe longer. And it's just like, I just don't, it, it doesn't even sound good to me. It doesn't bother me to sit at the same table with someone. No, one. No. That's fine. No big deal. But it just doesn't, doesn't even really appeal to me. Doesn't mean I don't like the smell of barbecue and how people do it, but that's the seasoning. And I can make my <laughs> yeah, food taste the same with that seasoning. So I'm fine. You know, but again, if I were to, you know, suddenly, if I were to, were to go back in time and tell my uh, 21, 22 year old self, this is how you're going to eat, be eating right now. I think I would have cursed myself out and tried to kick me in the head, but I would have been, you know, because it's, it's just too much change too quick. And that little, that first step, that little, little bit of a difference. Okay. I'm okay with this. this I'm, and I'm getting what I want out of it. Maybe I can change a little bit more and maybe not. Maybe there's a couple things that you only change a little bit. No big deal. You know, and maybe the, another takeaway from this would be that if you feel like it's starting to get to be a job, right. And it's not what you like, just don't, instead of stopping, just back off a little. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. find the right pace. Maybe you've extended a little too far with that, right. you know? And again, and that can happen because you get excited. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you oh, get, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, about that. yeah, I can do more. I'm going to go, you know, I ran a 10 K yesterday. I'm going to go do a half marathon today. And then at the end of it, you're like, that was stupid. I don't ever want to run again, you know, but, See, now I learned some secrets, okay? <laughs> like the first time I, I thought, you know, I could do a 10K. Right. You know what I did? I made a route that went around and around and around and stayed close to home. Smart. So, so then you can stop like, anytime. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm only a couple blocks away. Anytime I can away. bail and I'm like, you know, a tenth of a mile, right. two tenths of a mile from home. Very smart. Um, learning. Yep. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to do more, but I'm going to do it. In a smart way. Yeah. So. And, and uh, you know, and, and along the same lines, something that occurred to me and I just popped back in my head a little earlier when you're talking about this, you know, if you're doing something and it starts to feel like a workout thing that starts to feel like work and not any fun. Right. I think a lot of times Audra and I had a really interesting discussion about this. Uh, it was either today or yesterday about how you can get bored with something. Oh, yeah. And, and if you change it up and it doesn't matter how. Right. But if you change it up, it can be new again, even Correct. the same thing. Like, uh, like we run this 10K route in the morning. Right. And, you know, just changing the route. Or oh, sure. let's change the speed. Or, oh, yeah. hey, today, let's try instead of, instead of going at a comfortable pace, uh, that's a pace that's comfortable to us, let's do a forced, like, this many minute, this many walk, this many minute right. run, this many minute walk. Like, let's do some intervals in it, you know? Oh, sure. Things that are, and it doesn't even have to be harder necessarily. Oh, yeah. Just different. Just different. Yeah. It, it, it changes it up just a little bit for you. And, and that, and I think that's why, um, in, in gyms, the group classes do so well. And a oh, lot of yeah, people love to go because it's, they change it up. There's, there's a little bit different, a little bit here, a little bit there. And, uh, um, it's, you know, one of the, uh, uh, since my daughter's been in town, I'm doing Zumba now every Tuesday, That's awesome. which is hilarious. And if it was on video, we could post it, but it's not, thankfully. I could fix uh, that. No, I'm, yeah, just I'm sure you could. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, uh, the instructor, uh, uh, Ty, that's been doing it has, has been great. Um, and he tries to change up, you know, add, add one or two different 
sets of music. But again, it's it's similar enough that you can follow along. And then you got one new song where you're, or I am anyway, going around like spasm. Around. I'm like, oh, I got no clue. You know, telling me to song. No, now remember, yeah. this is funny. This is a guy who can remember a 40-step form oh, easily. in martial arts and oh, execute yeah. it so quickly it looks all fluid. Right. Uh, but yeah, Zumba. Psh. Yeah, well, you know, there are years, years of kung fu and minutes of dancing. You know, but having fun, burning calories. You know, and it, it's a lot of fun. But again, it does those slight little changes are enough to keep it interesting, keep it motivating, and going back, and going, okay, I know I'm going to be able to nail a couple of these, and then I'll spaz out on a few. And but you know what, I'm okay with that because it's only a couple that I'm going to be you know off on. And it's a great point with the run. I mean, it's something as simple as going. Okay, let's do the run backwards. Let's yep. do, not running backwards, no, Larry, but no, run no. the route back. Well, I yeah. guess you could run backwards. Or run too. the route backwards. Yeah, we've and done that. And change, too. you know. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, things they they appear a little bit different. And um, and again, it's, so it kind of goes right along with that whole thing we were talking about. Just small changes make and eventually make a big difference. So, yeah. This has been a lot of fun. I like it when we have time to just have fun with it. And I do too. Yeah, when time. we're not rushed and like, oh, gotta get done, gotta get done. So. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, anything else you want to add? Um, no, just the phone number. Get, if anyone wants to call in. Oh, hey, you know we do have one call. Oh, that's right, we did. We want. Yeah, we can take uh, that. Awesome. Let me uh, find it here. Hey, Chuck, Mitch, it's Ferris. Very satisfied listener here. Your advice is serving me well. Hey, here is a question that picks up on a theme that you touched on a couple weeks ago. This is a question about recovery and recuperation after high-impact workouts. I am now on my fourth month doing the martial arts team, and I'm doing some kind of kickboxing four days a week. Uh, There's a lot of sparring in there, a lot of high-paced cardio, too. It's usually high-impact, a lot of hitting bags, or actually being hit by other people. Uh, There's a lot of wear and tear on the arms, legs, wrists, shoulder, etc. My body is adjusting to it, but on the day after, some days I feel it more than other days. And I know other listeners are doing some pretty tough workouts. Uh, Chuck does his, uh, his running, and I know that some of the Wolverines are starting CrossFit. So uh, healing is on my mind. Personally, I'm big on stretching right before and after my workout, and that always seems to help me but in summary what are some ways to recover from a workout that really beats you up either literally or figuratively number one physically what can we do and number two what are some dietary things that we can do to contribute to our healing and recovery hey thank you very much love the show awesome question it's it is a great question um especially when you're doing um higher impact um typically um where you're going to see a lot more of the soreness is joint soreness ankles knees you know arms shoulders things like that a um, couple good things to really watch on there is for one if it's if it's joint if you're if you are hitting a heavy bag um, really watch ankle and wrist and shoulder position to make sure there um if you can wrap them so that they don't fold back um, on there. They will eventually um, build up resistance to it. Um, but uh, if we go physically, icing is great because, again, typically any any high impact is going to cause swelling in the joints, uh, which is natural. 
Um, again, when you're done running, um, your feet are going to be going to be swollen, especially after a longer distance. Um, if you put them in cold water or ice, it'll help bring that swelling back down. Um, and uh, again, you'll see, you know, um, like real, real high impact, like football players, things like that. They'll actually do ice baths. They'll actually get in a full full body ice bath if they're really, really sore. Even marathon runners will do it at the wow. end because ankles and knees. Um, and you're thinking, oh, God, that would be painful. And if you've ever done an ice bath, they actually kind of are when you get in them. <laughs> uh, but when you're really sore, it feels so so good that eventually you're just like, okay, it's cold, but the joints don't hurt anymore. Uh, you can just do ice packs, you know, for there. Um, you can look at if it, depending on um, age-wise, they have a number of uh, supplement-wise joint support supplements, glucosamine, chondroitin. Uh, some people find that works really well. Again, be very careful if you're doing any medications, um, anything like that. Uh, make sure they're not uh, um, counterindicated um, with the medications that you're taking. Um, but again, ice is probably one of the biggest things for joints. Um, if it's muscular, uh, CrossFit, very intense, a lot of really good, good workouts that go with CrossFit. Um, again, if you're looking muscular soreness, um, well, actually, let me jump back to the joints too, because you asked, uh, first it asked about dietary. Uh, make sure you're getting your good fats in, your avocados, your, oh, your fish man. oils, things like that, um, either through diet or supplement. Um, because again, those will help with the joints a lot as well. They'll, um, help you keep the, uh, um, uh, pliability in them and so significantly less uh, damage from any of the high impact uh, muscular definitely stretching is is really good it's the one thing that um probably say at least 50 to 75 percent of the people don't do at the end because it takes more time and it's like ah, it's not any fun i'm just yeah, sitting here and I'm it's like eh, i don't want to do that so uh but adding in do the couch stretch yeah the couch stretch. like oh okay <laughs> i'm just sinking the arm the shoulders are stretching as i lay the Sink arms into out the couch yeah um and again i mean Bad. if you're looking for um supplements that help with muscle soreness l-glutamine is probably one of the best that you'll ever find um it's just a small little scoop you know we'll throw in a shaker with a little bit of fruit juice or or even water and um, it helps the uh the muscles recover um, a lot better um but again if you have a good solid balanced diet muscular soreness will eventually start going away as your body adapts anytime you change into a uh, new style of workout there's going to be soreness because the muscles aren't used to doing that and uh, um, you you change up and go from doing um, leg press to single leg leg press. All of a sudden, the glutes hurt a lot more, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm doing the same motion, but only one leg at a time." Significant difference at that point. So there's yeah. there's going to be that soreness in there. Um, but again, my biggest advice is, especially if you're using a heavy bag or or any sort of bags, um, again, really be very conscious of how your um, ankle, um, elbows, uh, wrists, and knees are positioned when you kick. Um, make sure you're not locking the joint out at the elbow or the knee, um, because again, if you lock it out and you make contact, it's going to typically press back into it. Very similar to oh, when crap, you're yeah. uh, lifting as well. If you lock lock the arms out too much um, all that weight is going back into the into the elbows or the knees and again causes more wear and tear on the joints um, but uh, again best overall is ice will help the help the swelling go down help the blood flow start moving back through it because it's not um, compressed anymore and uh, if you want to have fun go buy a bunch of bags of ice and fill the tub with cold water throw it in and jump in and if you're really really sore it's going to suck first getting into it but it will really really help the joints Awesome stuff. Uh, if you have, want to call in, 214-296-9229. 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there, and you can uh, leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. And uh, we'll see you next week. 
From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum, and don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast, but to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.